What's up? I'm Alexander23, and welcome to 23 Questions. <laughs> My guest today is an artist who I can't stop listening to and I'm dying to learn more about. He very famously, as you can see, owns a cardboard cutout of Harry Styles, and I'm certain that one day, many, many people will own cardboard cutouts of him. Give it up for my friend, Thomas Heaton. Dude, thank, thank you for you. thanks for getting on today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Alexander. This is, this is going to be fun. This is another one, and this is why I'm so happy that I'm doing this, is because a lot of the people that I'm talking to, I don't know super well. So I kind of get to like get to know you as everyone else does, which I think is a really cool thing. So we're gonna hop Definitely, right into it with question one. Sweet. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I've had a I, I had an eye test yesterday and uh, the lady was like, you really need glasses. And so I had a, I had a pretty, pretty calm day. I, I walked around London trying to find some glasses, but I got some glasses and now next Saturday I'm going to have glasses. So I'm doing good. I'm going to be able to see again. Thank you for nice. asking. I'm happy for you. you got a good, I feel like you got a good face shape for glasses. I feel like they're going to look good on you. Well, I, I had it once before when I was like 18, but now I'm like, now I need them again because right. like my eyes just got worse. So it's not great. About it. Yeah, no, dude. Question number two, where did you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, in the Southern Hemisphere. Obviously. As I was telling you, I was there for the first time uh, in January of this year, which feels like 10 years ago, and it was very lovely, so I can't <laughs> wait to go back. Um, question number three, where do you I live now? There. I now live in London, uh, England, in the United Kingdom, in the Northern Hemisphere. Right. I like the detail, the geographical details. Thank you. Nice Thank touch. You. Same hemisphere as you. Very nice. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right. Number four, what is your favorite part about living there in London? Uh, I really like, um, what's my favorite part about living in London? I really like that a lot of my friends are here in London and I can hang out with my friends a lot of the time. I like that about London. Sounds about right. And it's, it's, quite, it's quite a pretty old city with a lot of history and I'm a history nerd, so I love history. Great answer. I love that. Thank um, you. That really to question number five. What's your least favorite part about living in London? It's way too fucking cold. It's way too cold. It's too yeah, cold that's, here. That's so funny because I'm from Chicago and yeah. I LA, thought, yeah, your accent sounds like it is. Yeah, it's very Midwestern. But uh, people yeah. uh, in LA, it gets down to like 58 degrees and they're like wearing jackets. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, like, Why? <laughs> um, but that's funny. I, it makes sense. It makes honestly perfect sense. All right. Question number six. And this is honestly, for me, this is always such a hard question. I always have to literally like pull out my phone to answer this, but what have you been listening to lately? Oh, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm Why is this question so phone? hard for, for like everyone? It's so funny because it's, it's, it should be the easiest question in the world. I've been listening to, this, I have such a, a varied, weird music taste. Like, it changes. It, my playlist, I just dump everything and listen to my favorite songs. It's, um, it's all over the place. So recently, I've been listening to 
uh, a, a girl called Dodie, and she's got a song called She, which is a really lovely song. Oh, she's, yeah, she's um, she, she's very very talented. Uh, there's also uh, a girl called Ash Nico, who is <laughs> who is who is so cool. And she's got a song called Daisy, which is sick. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like like kind of trap pop music in a way. Okay. So like uh, Daisy's one of them, and then Pop Star by DJ Khaled and Drake. Have you heard that? Oh man. There's, oh, you, this, you gotta make me a playlist, man. I'm I'm very interested to, to kind of dig in a bit more on these. A 23 questions with Alexander. 23 playlists. Full 23 songs. He could have a career. Um, well, all right. Yeah. Number seven. What have you been book. watching lately? Any movies, TV shows, documentaries, anything like that? Uh, a friend has really. This is like uh, a rite of passage that I'm probably going to get attacked for. I've never seen The Office, the US version. I haven't seen the UK version either, but I've never seen The Office. And a friend's really gotten me into watching The Office. And so I've just been, you seem really stunned that I haven't seen The Office. That's just why I, I, I don't actually think I've ever like met somebody who hasn't seen it at least five times all the way through. Never seen it, bro. Never seen but it. I'm actually kind of jealous of you because I would do anything to get to experience it again for the first time. Oh, mate, it's so funny. It's so, I mean, so funny. It's just ridiculous. And it's one of those shows that obviously just gets better the more you kind of get to know the characters. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, enjoy. I'm jealous that that sounds. Thank uh, you very much. It's gonna be a, quite quite the journey. Uh, mm. Question number eight: Who are your heroes? And it doesn't have to be musicians or artists or anything like that. Just in general, who who is kind of like steered your moral ship? Wow. Okay. This is deep. Uh, how many? How how many are we talking? As many heroes as you'd like. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to say my mum and my sister have taught me a lot of things. Uh, they're they're both very very strong women who who, who make me feel like I can do anything. So I'd probably probably them. Uh, they're very big people in my life. Um, both and not in a not in a cringy way. Both my managers have 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 really taught me a lot and brought me into a, a world which I never thought I'd be able to get into. Um, so I I I, I like both of them. Speaking of which, then, how's uh, your German coming along? I read that they're German and you're trying to learn a bit. Is that good? <laughs> we guess. We guess good. Yeah. I feel like you just need to be able to say like 10 phrases convincingly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, this was, this was problem was when I was in Germany, I could somewhat do that. I could walk into a place and be like, hello, how are you? How are you doing? And then they would ask me a follow-up question. I would go, I speak Dude, German. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's like shit. I, I uh, love that. I relate to that. Uh, other heroes? Uh, I don't know, man. It's a really good question. Um, probably yeah. a lot, a lot of family members. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know many people music-wise. I would say are heroes of mine. I'm inspired by a lot of people. Of course, I would say. No, I, I think that's an important difference too. I think for me, I'm the same way. There's a huge difference between like people I'm super inspired by and people I aspire yeah. to be like. Yeah, um, definitely. And. I'm with you. Family members definitely kind of take the cake on like on the yeah, to be like side of that. Um, but anyways, uh, number nine, what got you into music? What was like that first kind of catalyst? I think I'm I'm the same as a lot of teenage boys nowadays. Wow, I'm not a teenager. I'm 20. Wow, that's so weird, bro. Uh, Jesus. Uh, I I was I was a, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I was a huge Ed Sheeran fan at like 11 years old. And uh, seeing his growth uh, really, really got me into like playing the guitar and then writing songs. And then um, 
yeah, it probably got me properly into music. But also, I think writing songs. I started playing guitar, like, because I jam was inspiring, but then I, I learned that I could I could get girls off it. And so I really just did it to get girls. And I was just kind of, now I'm, now it's my job. So, oops. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people I play have, guitar, not so, get girls. That's not. But I actually, speaking of Ed Sheeran, I played uh, "You Need Me, I Don't Need You" at my high school talent show one year, and it was. So did I, bro. Really? Wow, we got it. Yes. I'll send you the video. I got it on Facebook somewhere. Please do. But, please do. But I remember vividly, like people reacting, like, "Oh, like this is, this is really good. It's not just like a kid with a, this is actually good." And it was one of the first like moments I remember thinking. Oh, I could maybe do this. Like this could be yeah. something that I do not just for fun at some point. Yeah, definitely, man. So, um, I hear what you mean. That's cool, man. So, so obviously that got you into being an artist. But question ten: What's your favorite part about being an artist? Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like it keeps changing. Uh, I think overall, I I really like. I really like I really like writing songs. Writing songs is a lot of fun. Um, I feel like you get to you kind of get to just creating, especially writing songs. That's something I really really like about being an artist. Um, well, I, that's kind of like songwriting, but then like being an artist, I think is having an audience is so sick. Like having people that you know, like you know, you know their names and they actually like listen to your music and stuff is is so cool. And then I think on top of that, I would say playing shows, but I haven't played shows yet because uh, they just can't get, get getting rescheduled. Um, but I think that also then ties in with like having an audience and stuff. Um, yeah, no, probably I, having an audience. I, I love that answer. Having an audience. That, that's, that's super true for me too, where it's like, if you have an audience, they've kind of self-selected themselves as people who, you know, care what you think and care what you say and, and, you know, are interested in it. So it's, it's so refreshing and nice to have a place to like put your thoughts that they actually like feel like they matter and can resonate with other people. So I'm with you on that. But question number one, what's your least favorite part about being an artist? (laughs) Uh, Pressure. I think there's a lot of pressure that comes with, I'm going to make it sound really businessy when I don't think anyone else thinks this way, but like, I guess holding up a, a company in a way, a business. Yeah, I think a lot of people, that, that surrounds it. A lot of people think that way. Yeah. It's a really real answer that I maybe like people who just casually listen to music. Don't. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's not their fault. Really you don't have to, to think of that too often. Yeah. Uh, but there are certain circumstantials like, factors that allow us to to do this and exactly and go away kind of at any second so um, yeah that's great that's a great answer um, yeah definitely pressure um i i think you're an amazing songwriter i think anyone who listens to your music would agree with that but how has your Thank songwriting you, perspective kind of shifted over time as you've gotten older and written more songs um damn man really that's a good question. I think I'm I'm willing now to to take more risks as a as a writer um, and just do whatever I think is cool. Uh, you know, I, I think when I when I first started writing songs, I was I was worried that something wasn't. You know, you were just worried about little things. 
like a lot of little things and you're worried that this wasn't, you know, oh, people won't like this because I said this, or people won't do this because I did this, or they won't like that because I, I did this. But now I think it's more, you know, I think that line is cool, so I'm going to put that line in there. You don't like it, okay, well, that's fine, whatever. I don't know, I just think I'm, I'm more, a lot more confident with it uh, and, totally. and with what I'm talking about. You Dude, know? I love that. And I've been thinking about that a lot, just kind of through the lens of, I think as an artist, it's it's so tempting and easy to slip into like, what are they going to think about this kind of, of yeah. mindset? But yeah. then you kind of remember, like, as a fan, like, the number one thing you want from your favorite artist is for them to be, like, honest and true to themselves. And yeah, stuff. definitely. Because I'm the same way, and I constantly am reminding myself, like, just do what feels right, and, like, definitionally, that is right, and people will like it because it's how yeah. you feel and it's what you want to say. So I, Absolutely. I that's really, that's a really real answer. Um, getting to, to 13, uh, what was the process of making the Goodbye EP, which is fantastic, by the way? Thank you. Thank you, Alexander. Uh, the process of it was I uh, kind of moved to London and went through a bunch of sessions and then uh, I found a guy called Josh and we and Stephen, who are still today some of my best friends. Um, and we just started writing a lot together. I think a lot of that EP is just is a is a, is about attention, the lyrics in it. I just mainly about attention, whether that be attention to myself or attention from person I was seeing or even just the person I was into at the time mm-hmm. um so that was kind of that um and I wrote a lot of songs and it was just kind of written over that year the the past year that I've been in London and it's kind of come together and I went oh these all make sense together and I put them together and now it is what it is nice. um that's great every time I yeah. say Urban Angel 1999 I do it in your accent for some reason I, <laughs> I can't I, like I'll just be walking around my house like Urban Angel 1999. <laughs> And I'm just like, I don't talk like that. Like, I, what am I doing? Yes, bro. Um, but I can't help it. It's just how it, I don't know. I literally couldn't sing it in my stupid American voice. I, I think it would just like be doing the song a massive disservice. I would um, love to hear it. I would love to hear it. What are you most, this is question number 14 around. What are you most proud of about the EP? Um, I think... Wow, that's good. Uh, I think that, that this, a lot of the sounds that are in that EP, uh, the, the soundscape that I've created is something I would normally uh, normally do. Um, and I'm proud of myself that I, 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 I push boundaries of my own like, comfort zone in order to, to, to make them and release them. Um, obviously, I didn't do a lot of the producing on this one. but uh, you know, I think going, you know, that's not something I would normally hear myself doing, but, you know, letting Josh and Steven and people create those sounds and being like, yeah, I, I think they sound cool. And then confidently putting them out is something I'm proud of. Um, nice. I love that. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like it. Cool. Um, amazing. Well, question uh, 15, this is kind of a tough one, but in a perfect world, where do you see your, your music career in 10 years? 10 years how old am I 30 30 30 and 10 years oh god uh okay 10 years what am I doing musically I don't know man I used to think like at the age of like 30 I wouldn't even be in music but like at the same time there's still so many 30 year olds nowadays that are still at like the peak of their career mm-hmm. uh so that, that's a good question I mean ideally you know 
I, ideally, I just want to be at a, at a point where I have an, an, an audience still that is that still cares about whatever I'm doing. <laughs> and but just writing a bunch, you know, just writing a bunch of songs for myself and for others, and producing a lot more for myself and for others. Nice. Um, you know, just just still creating and having an audience that cares, and playing playing heaps of shows that you know whenever I want to play shows. Just doing what I doing what I I, I can do without the added pressure of you know Definitely. no is it doing well is it's not doing well it's being secure yeah no i i, I feel you i feel you and I, Thanks, I man from the outside sometimes i don't think people know how fragile it feels from the inside and like just to yeah. be like doing it and having people who care at 30 would be such a dream yeah um, definitely yeah so question 16 what advice would you give to a kid who wanted to get to where you are right now a kid who was like i want to be thomas heaton in two years what would you tell him to do uh i think use whatever you can to the best of your ability is, is my advice for that i think i'm a product of where i am today is a product of going okay, well, I can do this and I can do this and I can do that. And just doing that a lot and being like, oh, it kind of worked. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy with that. So use whatever, you know, whatever's, whatever's available to you, use it and, and don't be ashamed of using it. And, uh, and, and just keep, keep pushing because one day something's going to click and people are going to get it and you're going to get it and everything's going to be good and peachy and you'll be happy and proud. And um, yeah. That and that and actually that and some advice that someone told me. Who was it? I think it was Josh. Someone told me advice. It was like in order to like get a little, you gotta give a lot. Uh I don't think I'm a perfect example of that, but it's something I definitely understand. And so I think, I think that's great. Take that as you want. Yeah. I, I think that's actually fabulous advice all around. Yeah, hopefully exactly I think it's gonna help. Help a lot of kids, kids out with that one. Uh, all right, seven, kids. seventeen. What do you do with your time outside of music? Uh, what do I do with my time? I'm a bit of a, a bit of a nerd. I spend a lot of time online. Uh, before I was watching a video on uh, trucking emergency brake systems. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just procrast. I don't know. I procrastinate a lot. I spend a lot of time on YouTube, on okay. Netflix yeah on on tiktok just scrolling for hours uh i don't know I, I don't do a lot i wish i could say i wish i had a good answer and be like oh i play a lot of cricket but i, I don't really <laughs> yeah no, no. Just... Uh, i'll uh i'm with you on like the, the the trucking braking system type videos i'm just such a sucker and then once you start you gotta like know everything about it it's not like you could just watch one one video Dude, like... just going go into a rabbit hole and it's just uh, yeah. it just keeps going then you're all of a sudden, you know, this guy bought a salvage Mustang from 67 and you got to watch him fucking do the whole makeover and figure it all out. So, I, no, I definitely, I know that life very, very well. I'm extremely susceptible to the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, man. Um, but 18, uh, do you have any, like, professional aspirations outside of music? Anything that at some point you would like to do uh, more than just a hobby? Yeah, I'd I'd love to like I think I started I started uh like singing in musical theater and uh I started singing in musical theater and then I realized I couldn't dance and so I quit like kind of stopped doing musical theater um I just did music but then 
yeah so i think probably more in in future aside from music i'd love to do more like acting type stuff which i think is a very common answer but still i think it's sick being in front of a camera is really cool and also but even whether it's being in front of a camera or even being behind the camera you know so like i'd love to do a lot of directing and stuff and 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 screenplay stuff would be sick um i love that yeah that's a lot of writing writing would be cool um well i see it man can't wait to see you on Thank the big you. screen what would you do uh, what would you do actually i want to know your what, answer to this what would i do um yeah i'm in the process of starting a cold brew company so i'm pretty uh pretty excited really? that. i love sick. designing i love designing clothes so i'd love to do something with that yeah uh, at some point and yeah i'm open to anything man like i yeah I, definitely it feels like music is the first step and I got to kind of master this first. And once I kind of really get my feet behind uh, this, I think a lot of other doors will open up, which I'm excited to uh, take advantage of when the time is right. Um, but as yeah. I'm sure you feel the same way. Like it just feels like it all has to start with the music like that. That's like yeah. step one. And you know, so being an artist is a very specific type of like, stress and anxiety i think that accompanies being an artist do you have any like mechanisms to kind of maintain a healthy brain uh with all the kind of just uh stress of being an artist i actually i spoke to my friend about this yesterday i i realized for the first time that days off are actually really really needed uh it sounds like a very obvious answer but i think you're as, as humans you know we're often bred that you've got to you've got to keep working otherwise someone's out working you just keep working especially anything in music that is a that's, that's something um you know you got you got to write today you have to do something today you have to do something productive today um but i've my coping mechanisms recently have very much just been not doing anything just literally being in bed all day taking a shower at 4 p.m going back to bed you know just spending all day on your laptop yeah dude i, I love that I yeah. am so with you and that's been something that I've actually learned recently as well. Um, I think when people think of making your own hours, it's always glamorized in a sense. Yeah. And there was a lot of times where I kind of envy kind of the weekend warrior nine to five type thing where it's like, I don't ever get to like shut off, you know, Alexander 23. It's never like yeah. off. So like often like make your own hours means like early morning until like, you know, very, very late at night. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's no one or thing that will signal that you're, you're done because you're never done. There's always something more you can do. So yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm also trying to kind of take more time off in a meaningful way too. Not just like, yeah, like, not like, Oh, I, I can't be bothered today. Yeah. 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 Like really yeah. like declare, like, this is like rest time for my brain and I need this and this mm -hmm. is productive. This isn't me being lazy. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a good point as well. I think actually, especially when you, you, you are your your job is to be creative rest time like you just said rest time for your brain is actually so valuable to your brain subconsciously i'm not i don't know anything about the brain i'm purely talking out of my, my ass here but like it's like it, i don't know after days off you know and you go back into days off and going back into doing proper things it's like i just feel so much better so much more motivated and just so much more positive i think yeah no i, I feel yeah. you. I, I recently took uh like 
almost a month off of writing and I'm just getting back into it now. And it's amazing like how much better of a headspace I feel like I'm in and how much more I have to say and how much more songs are, are becoming uh, because Mm -hmm. of it. So I feel you, but question 20, do you have like someone or some people in specific that you call when you're having an especially shitty day? Um, no not really not that I, I would call you know to make me feel better but I think sometimes sometimes when I get up in my head or I get too stressed about something it helps a lot to like I said before like call call one of my managers who as you said are both German but they're they're both very smart men uh and, and a lot of the time they calm me down about a lot of things that I'm, I'm stressed about um but I think something which is I, I presume we all feel just whether you're in music or not calling your mum just you know because mums just don't care really about what's going on they're just like have you eaten today and it's yeah like, no and she's like go eat okay so yeah you know calling mum is always just a just a nice like just gets you back onto zero thing especially when you're yeah you know, i think that's so right i think especially with just like how volatile like our, our our lives are in a lot of ways and how inconsistent they are just like calling your mom can just yeah renew this sense yeah. of like normalcy and routine and kind of like yeah. set you a bit um yeah. Even, and sometimes, especially if you're not actually even talking about what's going on, like you said, they're just like, you know, make sure you eat all this like normal, basic human shit that is really easy to kind of fall by the wayside sometimes when you're just in your head about some stupid shit. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Well, sweet. All right. We're moving on 21. I know that you won your your year 10 math award and I'm just wondering, how are your current math skills? Uh, My, this is my year 10 math award. Thank you Uh, for mathematics. Thank you. Uh, that's my most prized possession. My current math skills. You can sell that as merch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, my current math skills are, are terrible, dude. They're so bad. Uh, I can't do basic like times tables without using my phone calculator. Although, bear in mind, that being said, I was never good at that anyway, even in year 10. I could figure out how to do someone's tax, but I could never figure out how to do like 11 times 4, which is 44. I know that. Uh, <laughs> getting better. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my current math skills are terrible, Alexander. I, I, I've year ten has just been a down, a decline, downcline, uh, decline, decline, decline. I don't know. We'll go with decline. Uh, Whatever. Dude, I, I, went, I went to school for mechanical engineering, and uh, Did you? well, for a year, uh, and. <laughs> And since then, I'm always so, so disappointed in myself. Every I pull out my calculator for the simplest shit, dude, and I cannot, I'm so embarrassed. I'll be like, be like by myself, like covering over it just to make sure no one sees <laughs> like eight times three. Um, all right. Times three, 24. Yeah. yeah, 24. There we go. Um, <laughs> Still got it, bro. 22. I just saw a TikTok about this, and I thought this question was unbelievable. So I, so I threw it in. Question number 22. In a in a fight between the, so one of the one of the one of the animals fighting is the top half of a bear and the bottom half of a shark, and the other animal is the top half of a shark and the bottom half of a bear, and the fight is on land. Who's winning the fight? Right. So. One animal is the top half of a bear and the bottom half of a shark. Mm-hmm. And, and the other, the other one. Course. So top half of a shark, bottom half of a bear. And it's on land. And it's a fight on land. It's got to be the, uh, 
It's tough. This is tough. This is probably one of the hardest ones. You've got me deep in my feelings, but now I also feel like my brain is being insanely challenged. Uh, it has to be the one with the, the bear on the bottom and the shark on top. You think so? I just think in a fight on land, I feel like arms and opposable, not opposable, mm. but I feel like hands and arms yeah. are so big. Maybe you're right, though. My theory is it's the top half of the bear but the top half of the bear is going to have to lose an arm. You're going to have to sacrifice something, you know? Top half of the bear the with the claws are really sharp, too. They're, like, really long and sharp. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, man. No, actually, maybe on that, on second thoughts, maybe you're right. You're going to have to – really going to have to sacrifice that shark tail. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I did a – I asked my brother, and he was saying how sharks are – obviously, they thrash. So – that got me thinking, I don't know if you can actually give up an arm because that might be the end of you. Like, I, I, you know, I think like a shark bites off a bear's arm pretty quickly. I don't know if that's it's, like enough time to like. It's true. And also bears, bears mouths are much smaller than sharks. I presume, yeah, sure. Shark's jaws are way bigger, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so one, actually, yeah, a couple bites from a shark, your blood's just, just going. Just pouring out. I yeah. don't, I think. I don't know enough about sharks to really answer this. I don't fuck with sharks. Really? I'm from Australia and I don't fuck with sharks. That's fair. That should be your, your new Instagram bio. That's good. Yeah. But I have my Spotify bio. It doesn't fuck uh, with sharks. Yeah, uh, it, it would look good there. All right. We got one more, man. This is so, so fun. I'm, I'm sad that it's only 23. Next time we're going to have to do 50. Uh, but question, <laughs> question 23, as always, is do you have a question for me? Oh, Alexander. Um, yeah, man, I feel like I have a hundred. We get one. What's your, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. This is a very vague question, which has been in every press release you've ever done. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I want like a, I've, I've just given you, we just had a deep conversation about sharks and bears. Mm -hmm. I just told you that I call my mom often. So, what do you write songs about? What do I write songs about? Um, that's something that I think about all the time. And I think that I write songs about feelings. And I try and make okay. sure that the feeling is always first. And that even if it sounds more narrative and it sounds more like I'm laying out a story, that everything is purposely put in there to, to communicate the feeling first and foremost. Um, and so would I, you say, I, I would you say it's your feelings? Sorry to interrupt. Would you say it's your feelings or other people's feelings or it's a mix? Um, it is 100% like my feelings from my experience. I, I'm not very, some people can kind of uh, get into a headspace where they write a bit more fictionally. And for me, that's, that can be really, really challenging. So right. um, pretty much all the details of my songs are, are like 100% uh, true. And if not 100% true, they're kind of like lateral truths where it's like, you know, instead of saying an orange chair, I say a red chair, but it communicates the same thing. Maybe, you know, I just oh. need something to rhyme with dead. So I chose red. Um, sure. But, but yeah, I, I try to write about feelings, not stories or people. Um, and the stories and the people are more kind of the, the vehicles for the feelings. Right. Okay. This, that, that, I'm going to listen to your songs in a new way now. I hope that was, uh, it wasn't super concise, but, uh, 
no, that that makes sense. That, if that's what you, that's what you wanted to say, I'm, I'm, I'll take it, Alexander. Well, uh, dude, this was lovely. Uh, I hope we thank get you so much for having me, man. At some point, I'm so grateful that you that you came on. It was so nice to get to know you more. And uh, when I end this Zoom recording, we will continue to talk. But for everyone who's listening, you will not be involved in that conversation. So this was 20 <laughs> questions. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye, everyone.